Hello, my name is Mikhail, and I'm glad to be with you in this fourth week in the season of Lent. This week also marks one year since the beginning of our COVID reality, at least for those of us in Oklahoma City. So this week in the way of Jesus, we are practicing an examine of pandemic time. Before we turn to this week's scripture and practice, we're going to spend a few moments reflecting on our practice of confession from last week. So what did you find difficult about the practice of confession? What did you find freeing? Is there anything here in the practice of confession that you want to return to later? Now we look toward the week ahead. The gospel reading for the fourth Sunday in Lent came from John chapter three, and I'll be reading verses 14 through 17 in the New Living Translation. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. In his conversation with the religious leader Nicodemus, Jesus places himself in the framework of a story from Israel's history found in Numbers chapter 21. If you haven't yet listened to Reverend Nick Bollinger's sermon on this from Sunday, you can find a link to it on our YouTube channel in the show notes. But in this strange story of the snakes in Numbers 21 and in Jesus's own life, we see a God who provides rescue to God's people, not necessarily by removing them from what is dark, evil, and dangerous, but by showing up with them in the midst of what is dark, evil, and dangerous. And this, I think, is especially good news for us as we mark the anniversary of what has felt like a very dark and dangerous year living through a global pandemic. I don't know about you, but for me, the anniversary this week has come with an unexpected new wave of grief. With the familiar sights, sounds, and smells of early spring, I'm reminded of where I was this time last year, what plans I had for the year to come, 
how unprepared I was for all that was about to happen. And also so many who were living then and are now deceased. How on earth do we begin to make sense of all we have been through in these 12 months? examine is a helpful tool for us here, I think. It comes to us from the Christian tradition of Ignatian spirituality as a way of looking back over the previous 24 hours to notice where God was present in our day. And while the examine prayer is best used on a daily basis, we can use the five movements to help us sift through our memories of any period of time. So we will follow this pattern to help us examine our past 12 months of the pandemic. If you keep a journal, you'll want to review what you have written throughout the year as part of this practice. And whether it's your usual practice or not, I do encourage you to write down your reflections throughout this examine as well. Your future self will thank you. One Jesuit priest has said that the examine is like rummaging through the junk drawer of time, knowing that God is in there somewhere, even if we're not exactly sure where. So as we remember this past year, I pray we will be surprised by where God shows up. We begin our examine by praying for light. We ask the Holy Spirit to light our way as we reflect on the past year. And we ask for the grace to see ourselves and our circumstances as God does. Second, we take time to notice the gifts that came to us in this year. What brought you joy? What good thing showed up unexpectedly without your own effort? What people or events fill you with gratitude when you think of them? Third, we spend time in review, scanning our recent history with God to see what God sees there. For this exercise, we'll go one season at a time, remembering the emotions, events, relationships, and opportunities that stand out most. And in each season, we remember what we were doing, but we also ask, where was God present? So we begin 
with our experience a year ago this week and think about March, April, and May. Now think about the summer months, June, July, and August. And then the weather started to change. We moved into the fall. Think now about September, October, and November. And finally, look back at the winter months we've most recently journeyed through. December, January, and February. Now, after our review is finished, we come to the fourth movement of our prayer. We give a mental scan over all the time we've covered, and we ask for a deeper awareness of where and how God has been at work and how we've responded or ignored God's invitations. As you look at your past year with God's perspective, what are you most proud of in yourself? What good fruit has grown in you? Maybe resilience, creativity, gratitude, simplicity, or generosity? Also consider what harmful or negative things have taken root in this time, like selfishness, depression, resentment, or isolation. Has God been active in your life in the past year? How have you responded to God's invitations? Is there anything you need to ask forgiveness of? Finally, Our fifth movement of prayer is to ask for what we need now. Taking all this knowledge we've gained while looking back, we use it to inform our prayer as we look ahead. This prayer looks different for each of us. You may want to respond in gratitude, in lament, in repentance, or by asking for courage to make necessary changes in the days ahead. But right now, have an honest conversation with Jesus about what you have experienced and the help and guidance you need from Him moving forward.
my own prayer of examine of this strange pandemic year, I have been reminded of so many good gifts that have come even in the midst of dark days. I have been convicted of resentments and vices that I've indulged, and I've felt reassurances of God's guidance and presence at every turn. In all of this, I recognize that this year has changed me, and I pray for the courage to move forward instead of longing to go back. Whatever your own experience, I pray that this practice has been as encouraging and fruitful for you as it has been for me. If you have questions about this or any previous practice, or if you'd like to share your own experiences, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at the address listed in our show notes. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I pray, friends, that you will receive joy and freedom this week as you live this way of Jesus. Jesus.